Schumacher's big investment in DRAM memory chips brought us to Siemens' nice shiny new North Tyneside production site. We settled nicely in the Whitley Bay Church and House in Seaside, went visiting Hadrian's Wall and Annick and able to drive up over the Pennines via Carter Bar on the border and up to the in-laws at Carnoustie for some weekends. The training time, with me four months in Munich and to visit the other sites, were great and earned air miles for a family Euro Disney trip. But, silicon chip production is always hypersensitive, in good times, you buy new computers, laptops, electronic devices, in bad times, you don't. And in 1998, the world entered a bad time. It was the site summer party, great fun, drinking, comedy. People rolled in in the morning after a bit worse for wear and were called straight into a 9am site meeting, to be informed of the closure of the site. People worried they had offended the management by too much Mickey taking in their comedy skits and this was their payback. Actually while people had been partying and doing their Mickey taking, the HR folks spent the evening fighting with Germany management for better redundancy deals. Electronics companies everywhere disposed of their silicon chip production. In Germany, unions are strong and with Zusam and Arbeit, working together, there is no way to reduce your home country workforce and keep your reputation. So, it was Alf Wiedersehen pet to Siemens sites in the US, in the Far East, and in Newcastle, before it had even started. I think economists call it the ripple effect, folks spent the rest of that day phoning garages, furniture places, estate agents, cancelling the deals and deposits that they had placed. Us, over the last year we had had the stress of half a dozen house moves, and things were just getting settled. Leslie had just started a great job in King's School, in Tynemouth, her gorgeous daily drive was along the seafront. It took me quite a few hours before I could face calling her to break the news. Job searching, and a handful of months later I start work in Cambridge. Our North Tyneside house up for sale, takes quite a while to sell and it's about a year of fortnightly commutes back to the family in Whitley Bay. Leslie was left as a seaman's widow, like many other families as the guys went off to work elsewhere, and with our two young kids. A stressful time, after a week or two in a nice B&B, I would drive back north and home to relax and de-stress, Leslie waited for me to arrive so she could de-stress, and to go and do Sainsbury's shopping on Friday evening, without the kids. One weekend I have sore eyes, maybe a contact lens infection. Am I fit to drive back to Cambridge, 250 miles, on Monday morning? I go for a test drive. I'm sure you won't like me to say so but I was the only person in the world with any sympathy for Dominic, facing the drive back to Westminster after being unwell and with eye difficulty, and with wife saying, are you sure you are fit to drive? Take a test drive? About a year of this, then the family moved to Cambridgeshire, in September 1999. Our daughter Elsa is covered in hives, Whitley Bay GP, rather pompous and arrogant, hives? I've never heard of hives dash sorrier to carry a, the stress of it all. We immediately make great friends and we celebrate the millennium together. Ailsa lies quietly on their bed, covered in itchies. Jump on 18 years or so, kids are grown up and off to uni and beyond. After the tech bubble burst in 2008, the world is tougher for project managers, fewer projects, reducing PM headcount, and it is a handful of years of disjointed project contracts. Leslie had just set up the gorgeous new library at Culford School in Suffolk, what for her to do next? Just tick over until retirement? David working with Phillips, one or two days a week was the gorgeous 27-mile cycle to, for work, over gorgeous rolling Suffolk countryside. But times were tough, and Brexit was the final straw for that site, 
which came to a complete end in 2020. We are ready for a change, not more of the same. Leslie has been idly applying for jobs. A Munich one sounds interesting. Skype call goes well. Would you like to come for an interview? Yes please, I always wanted to show Munich to Leslie. A little paid holiday in Munich, great. We fly in on Sunday evening. The last bit of the flight, I chat to the German guy sitting next to me. Why traveling to Munich? Leslie has an interview. We chat. Before we disembark, he says, I squeeze my thumbs for you. The German equivalent of, cross fingers. A complete stranger on a plane, but after a little conversation, he is genuinely wishing us every success, and with quirky Bavarian custom. I like this place. In the morning, I accompany Leslie to the interview, help her with the U-Bahn, walk through the park for the cut-through, ask at the filling station for the school, and take her to the front entrance. I feel really good about myself, it was a big help, to help Leslie keep calm and less stress before the interview. I walk around while Leslie is at the interview. The Olympic Park Hill is nearby but I am not sure of the route, checking my directions. A jogger stops and asks, Konik Innenhelfen? And points me the right direction. A jogger, geared up with his mileage charts and speeds, but stops and gives assistance to a visitor. I like this place. Germans in the 1990s were characterized by loud shirts and zany spectacles. Now the rest of the world has caught up and everyone wears crazy shirts and specs. They seem quite normal now. A few hours later, we meet up in local beer garden, in the sunshine for her to unwind. They have other candidates to see and we'll let her know in a few days' time, so we go off to enjoy the big park, the Englische Garden, and climb the hump, monopterous thing. We are having a great jaunt, all expenses paid, to show Leslie the sights of central Munich, a favorite city. The phone rings, Mrs. Martin, you are the best candidate, and we would like to offer you the role. 